0: We'll start with Debra.
1: I am Deborah, and I am playing a human rogue
2: named Neath. Her name is Neath.
3: And I'm Matt, playing a dragonborn monk named Ari Futan.
2: And I'm Daphne, and I play Gilsira Venfire, who is a half half-wing druid.
0: And my name is Rico. I am the dungeon master for season three of the campaign. Do you have a diary? I do. All right. Who's ready oh. for...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Deborah's diary. Dear
1: diary. And our last adventure. We got her. <laughs> Ari remembered that the horses existed, and he was hoping that they were getting a spa vacation.
3: Mm-hmm. And they were, according to Lucy, it was the best. Let's let's hope they don't hate us for taking away taking them away from that.
1: From that, right?
0: If anyone is going to hate it, it's going to be the two ladies' horses. Anos is happy to be fucking out of there. Let's go, champ.
1: <laughs> so after some due consideration, our party decides to take the third exit on the right. And while Ari gets his nuts in his last trap.
0: I thought you said nuts. Yep.
1: <laughs> no. Nuts.
0: Ari got his
3: nuts.
1: <laughs> Ari got his nets. Neath disappeared so into the mist.
3: That was so cool.
1: And got really cold.
0: She didn't she bring it So jacket.
1: cold and tingling.
0: I'm listening. You have my attention. <laughs> 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 but
1: then the rest of the party also entered the mist and caught up to Neath, even though Neath was basically walking in circles at that by that point, going just carving letter ends in the ground, hoping that somebody would notice that she still existed. Fine. Gelsira ended up leading them out of the Bramble Maze. And they were not being attacked. The archway appeared. The door opened. Pan walked through with the hind. And Neath dashed out because she's, you know, just super paranoid. And as they exited, Ari taunted the spirits that were left in the Royal Hunting Grounds. And once they got, you know, a few feet away from it, the portal appeared.
3: Yay! Hell yeah.
1: They go to the portal, meet Poseidon, have some ambrosia. go Pan writes down their conquest of the Hind, and Bahamut took Pan away.
3: Greatest story ever told. I'm sad. I'm sure
1: we'll see him
0: again. I'm sad Pan's gone.
1: But before he was fully taken away, Ari was able to gain some dragon's blood wine.
0: Hell yeah. yeah.
1: And the party decided to go get their horses. And they headed out of Aspasia. So let's find out where our players end up this time. And some would play.
3: Your diary,
0: Great diary. Good job. Way to go. Way to Love your kept. diaries. Your diaries are getting so good, Deborah. I'm super fucking proud of you.
1: Thanks. It really took me, what? A year and a half?
0: Maybe <laughs> a right, so year. Where are we at? We've only been doing this for a year. You guys were heading south out of Aspasia. You were going to make your way to Kronos' house, the farm. Kronos' yes. farm.
3: Full gallop. <laughs>
0: A relatively easy gallop to Kronos' farm. On your horses it's probably only hour, two hours tops. Oh, max. they love it. Anos is in the lead by quite a bit because he's a bigger, stronger horse, yeah. even with the armor on. I'm pretty sure I gave him the horseshoes of speed. I don't remember that.
1: I don't remember horseshoes of speed.
3: Well I have Is horseshoes of like speed Is
1: this like one of your spells? No no I've got horseshoes <laughs> speed You're like I cast
0: Horseshoes
1: of, <laughs> of speed I don't
0: remember that but if you have it written down then it happened From Hephaestus right? No I got them and like
3: I don't remember where I got them but I don't think I got them from Hephaestus But they're, they're a wondrous item And it went on a horse They increase walking speed by 30 feet Wow so Super fast
0: I don't remember when you got those, but if you got the card for it, it had to have happened. It was probably in Jenna's campaign. Oh. You didn't have a horse in Jenna's
3: campaign. No, but I got Horseshoes of Speed. Wild.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Unreal. <So> he ends <laughs> up
1: at the farm Didn't know when I was us.
3: ever going to use them, but <laughs> here we are. But then you had a DM
0: give you guys horses.
3: Yep. I also have a wind fan, which is another wind-
0: wondrous item. Yep. I remember that. Dealing with the folk. Yep, That yep. was in Deborah's campaign. Yep. I remember wind. that. Good shit. I also have another wondrous item, the hat of disguise.
1: I, I was half afraid you guys were like just gonna try to kill them when they during really this cool
0: trade. They just wanted to trade. Yeah, I remember the Merfolk. That was a good scene. That was a good fun. That was good fun. Mm-hmm. Hooked it up. So you guys get to Kronos' farm, and there's an old man out there with a sickle harvesting some wheat. It's like 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning. You guys know who this is. This is Kronos. And his three daughters are out there as well, assisting. You know who all three daughters are. It's the three Furies. And upon reaching the farm, Electo looks up uh, immediately at your direction, and she starts to run over to you. Mid-run, she drops her farm girl persona and shifts into her Fury form. And Tackle hugs you off of Anos. Yeah. And you guys fall to the ground. Aww. And she just smothers you in kisses and hugs and affection. Oh, yeah, and I reciprocate hardcore. And Kronos looks up, and he laughs heartily, and his laugh is booming and echoes throughout the valley of his farm. Kronos is very happy that his daughter's beloved has come back to see her. Hey, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> And the other two daughters come up and they get to Neith and Jelsira's horses and they say we'll happily take them to the stables for you guys. Oh, thank you. And you know from your previous encounter here with your horses, the stables are perfectly built for your guys' horses. So they'll wait for you to dismount and then they'll take your horses for you. Sweet. I I dismount. dismount. (laughs) Beautiful, in unison. So Neith and Jelsira, both at the exact same time, dismount off of their horses on the exact same side with the exact same flourish and both hit the ground at the exact same time and Kronos laughs and applauds looking at this beautiful ballet of dismounting as the two other sisters guide your horses to the stables And Anos turns around to face Ari, who is on the ground with Electo on top of him. And then Anos comes over and nuzzles her, like, just, like, gently in the ribs to be like, hey, get off of him so we can get up. (laughs) And she, like, pushes Anos's snout away for just a second. And then he uses one of his big, huge front legs and, like, shoves her off. (laughs) And she laughs there she's laying on her back next to you with her hand like intertwined with your hands. And then Anos reaches down and picks you up by your cloak. Love like it. he bites onto your cloak and he picks you up on your feet. It's a durable cloak. Uh, it is. It is. And your horse really, really likes you. So he just wanted to make sure you were okay. But, you know, he didn't see any struggle or anything like that. So he's just like, hey, fucking get off of him for just a sec. Feelings mutual, Anos. And then Electo gets up And she takes Anos by the reins And he goes with her and she takes him To the stables And Kronos comes over And he says, welcome back What can we do for you three? Oh,
3: I was just uh, I thought it would be good to stop by I wanted to see Electo Uh, We just completed another uh, trial How were the royal hunting grounds? They were terrifying Uh, You know, kind of evil Maybe not evil, but they. It's kind of a con. Yeah, yeah,
0: Kronos you know... says, like, quite frankly,
3: I I get that.
0: I, I yeah. My apologies to our female listeners and our female players.
1: I'm so offended right now.
0: I'm so sorry.
3: That's how Kronos would refer to her. I feel that Hecate's Hecate's got a whole thing going on, huh? Absolutely. Now, royal hunting grounds weren't weren't real conducive to uh, uh, our friend Jelly's magic. Mm-mm. It was rough.
2: Oh,
0: what happened? Oh,
2: I summoned woodland creatures. How'd that work out for you? Well, I, 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 summoned a bunch of, <laughs> I summoned a bunch of pixies, hoping they would help us, but they actually- Pixies?
4: Mm-hmm. Of
0: all the things, you summon pixies?
2: Yeah, looking you back- You know they he
0: walks over to you, and he looks down, and he gets on one knee, and he puts both of his <laughs> massive old man hands on your shoulders, and he says, you know they're magic, right?
2: Yeah, looking back on it, it wasn't the best decision. And then he gives you a big old hug, and he says, ah, but you're no worth the
0: wear. Yep. And then he stands yep. <laughs> back up.
2: Thanks, Cronus. Hey, Cronus, I have a weird question. Yes. Do you know who else found the ha- found the hind?
0: Gauss. Hercules.
2: Oh, of course. Hercules. Gilles. I heard Gilles. about him. Hercules. Hey, do you think that we could meet him someday?
0: I presume as soon as you complete all 12 tasks, you'll be meeting him would, on more than one occasion. Would we send him out Olympus? Yeah. Nice. I can't wait to meet Hercules. Yeah, he hangs out with Hera. He's kind of like stuck to the nipple. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mama's boy. <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, nice. Well, um, hey, I'm kind of hungry. Do you think we could eat? D- d- yeah, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Feel free to come on in.
0: Okay. And then he turns around and walks towards this humble little farmhouse and waves his fingers dismissively and the door opens. And you can smell roasted pheasant and quail. Mm. And you can smell fresh bread. And neath you can smell some tea. Ooh. Like hot, fresh tea. Mm. Nothing mixed with elderberry and goat milk and tea this time. <laughs> it's just nice morning breakfast lavender tea. And then the three sisters walk inside and they go sit at the table one by one and as each one sits at the table the table gets a little bit bigger and then a little bit bigger (laughs) you guys are familiar with this it happened last time Mm -mm. and as each one of you take a seat the table gets a little bit bigger and as the table gets bigger the space in the house doesn't get any smaller it's clearly time lord magic it's bigger on the inside and then food comes off of the stoves and the ovens and floats over to the table there's brooms still magically dancing and sweeping up the floor and Kronos reaches for a big ass loaf of bread and breaks it in half and rips a leg off of a pheasant and begins to eat uh. and Alecto sits next to you she puts her hand on your inner thigh uh. and she smiles at you playfully i smile back and you guys can begin to have a most wonderful breakfast. <clears throat> Everything is delicious, it's cooked perfectly. There is ambrosia to drink if you'd like or need. There is fresh hot tea. Yes. There is fresh honey, the honey smells Ooh, so nice. good. You can smell it, honey permeates in the air mixed with the smell of sunflowers. You guys know the smell because last time you were here at Cronus's farm it smelled like honey and sunflowers. So not a whole lot has changed. Uh, looks like they've had a bountiful harvest every season. Well, what I mean, since you were here a couple weeks ago. But it doesn't <laughs> look like the it's gotten any worse. The, the wheat's gotten a little bit higher. Uh, things have gotten a little bit greener. <coughs> Choking on my honey roasted peanuts. Sorry about that. <laughs> so Kronos ask what he can do for you. What brings you to the farm other than you coming to see Electo? And then Electo says, oh, I hope you come to bring me
3: with you. Oh, that would be excellent if you'd be willing to join us again. Always and forever. Excellent. Aww. Aww. Mm. Do you? Hey, Electo, do you think it would be cool if, if Jelly made a, a, a tree portal here? No, I don't care.
0: Do you think Kronos would care? Well, you could ask him. Hey Kronos. Kronos is like, yeah, you could ask me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) Hey Kronos. Yeah. Do you
3: think it would it be cool if 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 our friend Jelly here made a tree portal here with their crazy druid magic? Yeah, no, I wouldn't mind at all. Awesome. Jelly, you into you into
0: doing that thing? Um I'm actually there's a really, really nice tree under the shrine where you rescued my daughter, not far from here. Since the relics have been restored, there is now a beautiful plum tree Ooh, a plum. that's growing underground in the tunnels, and it just always has sunlight on it. It's entirely safe. That would be a great place for a portal.
2: Um, do you think I could eat a plum off that tree?
0: yeah <laughs> presume so okay do you think you can, <laughs> can oh, i you know reach i reach up to the branches to get a plum off that tree well and if... then electo snickers <laughs> <laughs> and she says yeah you're short i could get a plum for you
2: th- th- thanks so much, i'll probably need your help
1: hey you never know when we're gonna run into a tree that you know will get a little angry
3: about you taking its fruit so mm.
0: it's
1: always good to ask mm-hmm. good job galsyra
0: Hey, tree, can I, I have get a ya. fruit? Thanks, Nish. Of all the people here at this table of you three, Josiah would be the one that could ask permission from the tree. That's true. Not a lot of people can talk to plants and just would pick the fruit in the tree and be like, you son of a bitch. Didn't even ask first. Um, I'm kind of looking at electo-eating she e- <laughs> is she eating? She's oh. not eating. She's staring uh. at Ari longingly.
4: Uh. She has no
0: interest in eating.
3: I'm uh. staring back at her because I don't need to eat. You know, I like to eat, but I don't need to. So I'm um, I enjoy the, the eye contact.
1: As I see, you know, Gelsira has eaten some and I have eaten some. I pick up my tea and I go, hey, Gelsira, maybe you and I should go check out this tree.
2: Um, and I'm like, well, I'm kind of in the middle of Pheasant right now. <laughs> and
1: I just like grab her arm and just like, eat, you know, she's got the pheasant in her hand, but I like start dragging her out the door.
2: Um, And like with the other hand, I go to grab like, She's an- grabbing
4: food <laughs> from <laughs> the table with her other hand. Yeah.
2: And I have like a big like quake like, as you're like dragging me out the door.
1: Yeah. I've got like, tea in one hand and Gelsire in the other.
3: They're really in a hurry to make that portal. <laughs> I stare at Electo and I, I, I say, you know, hey, have you been have you been well since since we parted ways? It has been dreadfully boring working on the farm with I'm, my father. I'm sorry to hear that, but you know, you come with us and we'll we'll have some more adventures. I'd be delighted. Where we're going to go this time? And we can be together. it would be I'm not sure where we're going yet. Um I think I think uh, Demeter's going to I think sometime. you're coming to the
1: bedroom As Heath calls out <laughs> As she's dragging Galsyra out the door
0: And as you say his name There at the end of the table With his feet up on the table Thought that might happen <laughs> Is Demeter And raises a glass And says You're absolutely right You have a task I need completed Indeed
1: How far out the door am I with Galsyra? You're out the door Okay we don't see him.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm still eating the. Yeah.
1: I'm still drinking tea. Sorry,
0: Demeter is a her, not a he. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I
1: always forget that.
0: I do too. I always I get, feel like I get Demeter Dian- is like a Dionysus and Demeter mixed up.
2: I think that yeah. Um, the Roman equivalent of Demeter is Hestia. I think.
3: No, I think Hestia was a. It's a. It's an either or. Oh, maybe I'm. Maybe I'm confused. In some, and it's it's either Demeter, mother of Persephone.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Always forget Demeter's a female. I'm dumb. So whichever one you choose, Hestia wasn't chosen, so Hestia is not involved, unfortunately. Mm. Even though Hestia is bestia,
0: so she is <laughs> sitting there with her feet up on the table. Not, not he. She. How's it going, Demeter? It's going
3: exceptionally well. How's how how's the land of the gods? In an uproar. But why is it an uproar? They're just excited about these tasks that are being completed because we're so awesome. Precisely, so entertaining. Maybe are we entertaining? Absolutely. All I want to be is entertaining to the gods. It's my favorite thing to be. And you have been. Thank you. I'm working hard. But you have something I need you to capture. And what? 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 Uh, what do we need to capture for you? Again, see Arimantian boar. Ah, the boar. Mm. So we have to capture it, not kill it, huh? Capture it, please, okay. not killed. Okay, and any, any specific instructions to how we should handle it? Or it's nope, okay, it's please. just a boar.
0: It's a rather large boar. How large? About as large as the Nemean lion. Okay, that's a big boar. With razor-sharp quills oh. on its back. Tusk as strong as the strongest metal. With an insatiable appetite, appetite for apple I know, flesh and blood, and especially especially young children. And if you could capture that for me, this the psycho bore eats young children. Absolutely. Oh, that's not cool. Anything that's smaller than it, really. Oh, Okay,
3: that's that's fair. But I do need it captured. Do you have like a uh, you know plans for it once it's captured? Yes, I plan on eating it. Mmm, delightful. Are you going to eat it with the other gods, or just? Just on your own? No, it's for the for me and the other gods. Sweet. Are you gonna roast it? Gonna do a hog roast? Put an apple a a giant apple in its mouth, maybe like twenty apples. (laughs) We might. Excellent. Do you guys have soy sauce in the in the godly realm? No, what's soy sauce? It's delicious. I'm noting Ari
1: asked dumb questions about the gods. It's kinda it's like
3: a fermented soybean type deal. It's very it's salty, which is yummy. No, we okay. don't have soy sauce. That's okay. You know, no big deal. Maybe put some honey on it. Hmm? We oh, will oh, absolutely be doing that. Oh. Uh, I just, I'm just, I'm just thinking of recipes now. You know, for this boar. Just, um, you know, where's the boar located? Maybe you I should ask <laughs>
4: that. You should ask <have> helpful <laughs> questions.
1: But I can't. You can
0: it. find the boar outside the city of Therium.
1: Did you guys ever end up in Therium? Nope.
0: Therium. It was one of the cities listed on the wall. Oh, the wall,
1: yeah. But you we guys never, never went. Actually, went there. Mm-mm.
3: And uh,
0: where about is Therium from here? From here, northwest, the farthest northwest corner of Harmonia, still in the Ares lands, not the Inyo lands. And how far of a travel is that for um, on on
3: horseback? On awesome horseback,
0: all the way to the northwest corner. Yeah. How large is? The continent of Harmonia, never mind. Not that large. Yeah, it's, no, you're right. It's like the state of Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> On horseback, probably a week.
1: I think like Texas.
3: On horseback, yeah, we'll go a week. Would there be a, a, a faster way to get there, or? I'm sure if you could fly. Well, I mean, I, could, I, I can fly, but it, much slower than I can ride.
2: I'm gonna turn it to clouds.
1: Can you turn your horses into
3: clouds? <laughs> you do If the they're willing.
1: We're not in this conversation. <laughs> willing. We're going to portal
3: a Tree. <laughs> so it's 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 in the city of Therium. Is it is it? In it's sp- on the outskirts
0: of the city. On of the Therium. outskirts
3: outskirts of Therium. Is it just like living in the like forest or probably plains or, or a or den
0: of some a such?
3: Den maybe. It's a
0: rather large, den. massive beast.
3: Massive beast. Yes. Yes. That sounds good.
0: Um. It likes flesh and blood. Let's see. What other It's incredibly impervious to slashing and piercing weapons due to its thick hide and razor like quills.
3: Thank you, DM.
0: Slashing and piercing.
3: Uh, how's it how's it do against magic?
0: About as well as any other magical creature, probably resistant to certain types. A good question Slashing good job. piercing so so bludgeoning's
3: probably okay yeah oh bludgeoning would be fantastic bludgeoning is good don't you have a paladin that
0: wields a giant warhammer
3: we did we did but he's been called away by Bahamut for now um i'm, I'm not sure if we'll be able to uh mm. exercise that's unfortunate it is it is um maybe we could get a different paladin maybe to help and us then alecto scoffs <laughs> another paladin or maybe Electo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: electo, what do you have?
3: Bludgeoning uh, good. Like that. Let's see. What do I, do I do? I don't do slashing and piercing, so I'm probably okay. I'm feeling good about that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of slashing and piercing, so that's probably okay. <clears throat> what other good questions? I'm terrible at asking good questions. Let me think. What color is this boar? Brown and silver? <laughs> Brown and silver, Oh my can
0: With eyes that burn like fire?
3: Ooh, fire eyes. That'll be misinterpreted by me later.
4: <laughs>
0: you could just write down fire eyes like an idiot. Okay. And when it moves, it moves like the wind and becomes quite difficult to hit. Mm. Or shimmers, rather, while it moves. Oh, you're not magic inclined, so you don't know what blur is. No, no, not yet.
4: Not yet.
3: Someday, months from now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe after you beat this this (laughs) next trial.
3: (laughs) Maybe. I mean, maybe we get into some shit on the way there and get some more XP. You know, know, get some more experience. I'm not going to call it XP because what we're doing is getting
0: experience. Maybe fights. Demeter grabs grabs a grape Mm -hmm. off of a bushel of grapes and pops one into her mouth. Chews it slowly. Demeter,
3: we're we're so excited to 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 do this trial for you. Do you think there's like some some fun fun things we can do on the way to the trial? Is there in in your mind? Do you know, of any Probably. like there's cool?
0: a week's worth of villages and towns and oh, land between yes, here and northwest corner of Harmonia.
3: Any any um like big. Sounds like i'm thinking like aspasia but maybe less than aspasia maybe like aspasia i don't know you know aspasia your crazy sister eris niece probably niece niece eris eris is pretty fun she was she was
0: you know she's crazy it was great i don't think there are any cities half as large as aspasia on the way
3: do you have any other relatives uh, living in in any areas along the way
0: yeah, I have a relative living in the city that you just left, not named Eris. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. The
3: did we meet them? One of you did. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Super interesting. <laughs> um I guess two counting heck eight. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. But we you know, yeah. Aspasia seems like fun, you know. It's a big city. A couple of your relatives just hanging out there. There's a lot going on. Yeah, man. It was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of guild halls there. And are there any? Um,
0: your questions are
3: boring. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm not good at questions. I Kronos just, laughs as Demeter talks down to you. Well, you know that's fine. I'm. I'm. You know they're gods. I'm not gonna be and angry He says at being give him time, Demeter. He's getting the hang of it. <laughs> hey, are there any uh, villages on the way with guild halls? No. Okay, that's fair. I didn't think there would be, but you know, if you don't, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. So. There are. I'm sure there are guild members. Sure, but no official guild halls. We can meet up with some fun stuff going on. Um, the boar. And my questions are boring. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get just miles out of that. Um. Hmm. any
4: questions
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so it's it's impervious to slashing and stuff right
3: not impervious you have no idea you're not there I tried Mm -hmm. it's D&D it's resistant I know I mean I was gonna say it's not magic but it is magic (laughs) so you two have made your way out of the farm and
1: you I was just trying to give poor Ari like some space here
3: have no. going to bang I, Electo in front of her dad.
1: <laughs> well, I was trying to like make some hints. I village. have
0: tooth Never mind. What? Not you to make your way Spill to it. the <laughs> altar that Kronos had mentioned, and there is a small wooden building with some wooden doors, and it looks like a little tiny church or temple just out here in the middle of the forest. I I run up and I just knock on the door. There's no answer. I go to open it. The door opens. What was this altar? This was an Artemis altar, right? Yeah. That sounds right. There's no traps. And as you open the door, it opens into a gray stone floor with a statue to Artemis. In front of the statue of Artemis is a little stone column with a little collection bowl. Put some money in that shit. (laughs) Come on, you stingy fuck.
3: Stop
1: it. You are not here. You are not here. Let us do what we want to do. Okay.
3: I am not consistent. My pronouns are none.
0: Do not perceive me.
1: None is not a pronoun. Stop it.
0: This is a 21st century, Deborah.
1: He's my husband, I can say whatever none I want. None can
0: identify, however, <laughs> that none would choose to right. identify. He is my
1: husband, I <laughs> can I do do say whatever I do not wish to be
0: perceived. This is an inclusive podcast? How dare you? As far oh, yeah. as no, you are concerned. It's inclusive for
1: everybody except my husband. I
0: do not exist.
1: <laughs> um,
3: I resonate with that fucking meme so a p- hard.
2: I go put a piece of copper on the on the offering plate.
1: I put a gold because it's all And like
2: your
0: gold and your copper... And hit the bottom of the plate with a metal against stone clanging sound.
3: <clears throat>
0: Sexy in the why top are we in
1: here? I thought we were finding a plum tree
0: of the building. In oh, the you. roof is a beautiful <laughs> ray of sun that shines down on the statue to Artemis. Let the, let the DM describe his beautiful world now. He's good to tell you. And as you created the world, gold <laughs> and your copper clink at the bottom of the bowl. The statue looks directly at you two and smiles. Eee! And she Hello, brings her hands together in like a thankful type motion and the head nods gently at you guys and then resumes the form of the statue.
2: <laughs> I'm like, hey, yarn, miss, we got the hind.
0: The statue doesn't say anything.
2: Mm. I think it's just, you know, bespelled to thank us. Um, I kind of do like just kind of like a very superficial just kind of like... To put my hands together and just kind of do like a quick bow in front of the statue. The
0: statue doesn't move; it resumes being a statue. And look around like...
1: for a plum tree.
0: Well, there's no plum tree. Um,
2: hey, let's go back outside.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, go back outside.
2: Is there a plum tree around here? Nope.
1: Mm. Wait no a minute. No plum tree around here. Didn't they say it was like under something?
2: Well, it was where wherever. I wasn't there at the time, but it was where uh, Pan and Ari found. Electo, where did Pan and
1: Ari of... find Electo?
2: I don't know. I was I was sleeping and at I'm the too time. Too bad you guys left without me.
1: Did they go? Well, I figured a plum tree would be outside.
3: <laughs> well, after it was said that it was underground. Stop it! Always... Stop, <laughs> okay.
1: stop it. Yeah, um, Ari's just
3: enjoying his time with Electo now.
1: <laughs> I was trying Prontos. not to cock block you, okay? Or Prontos
3: is doing all of that.
1: Lwaka block you, whatever. As
3: you know, as any father would.
1: Um. Did they do you know did they like save her inside or outside?
0: Oh, I don't remember. I was too busy eating
2: Kelsire. I think <laughs> uh, you guys
0: were wrapped up by a big giant spider at that point in time oh, in the Acmonian world. Okay, wood. I
2: remember now. Yeah, so so Lux and I were wrapped up by it's gonna be so
0: hard for Deborah who ran that adventure and now has to pretend not to know what it's at. So,
2: hey, Neef, don't worry. I will cast Commune of Nature and, okay. and the grass and the trees and the plants and animals all. I'll connect with him, and then they'll guide us to where we need to go.
1: All right, you do that.
2: I cast Commune with Nature. So I sit on the ground, and I kind of say my say my magical incantation, and I just kind of begin to feel at one with nice. all our, all our surroundings. Nice, you are officially
0: communing with nature. And I'm like,
2: ah. I want to find the palm tree. It's under the temple. Oh, neat it's under the temple.
1: Oh, we have to like go back in?
2: Well, I don't know if, if the way I don't I don't know if the way under is in or not.
1: Maybe you should ask like how to get to the plum tree.
2: Hey, nature. Maybe
1: like find where its root system is, um,
2: and, like, follow it. How do we get under the temple through the floor? So we have to go through the floor.
1: <sighs> Aren't you glad you have you have me with you?
2: Aren't you glad you have me with you? (laughs) (laughs) I
1: roll my eyes and I walk back into the temple and I start checking for like trap doors or anything in the floor.
0: Make a perception check. (coughs) Holy shit, it's been a long time since we've had to make a perception check. Oh yeah, perception
1: checks are fun. I'm so glad I'm really super proficient in perception. Okay. I'm not
2: proficient
0: in perception, but it's wisdom, so. Don't find anything amiss or out of place.
1: I, like, continue along the floor, and I'm looking like, because there was, like, a little altar, right? Mm -hmm. And I go, like, behind the altar and look along the floor behind the altar.
0: Sweet. Make a perception
3: check. I love this campaign so much. Why? Because we're getting to such high levels that we can do multi-classing ah, and, like... I did worse! Go beyond plus
0: ultra. <laughs> ultra instinct. You did worse.
2: <laughs> I don't like, I don't like to look inside the...
1: Hold on, I gotta...
0: Let's resolve her perception check right quick. See if anything... Don't you have fucking luck or something?
1: Oh, yeah, I got luck.
0: I'm oh, yeah. That. Unreal. You got luck.
1: Unreal. I'm going to use that.
0: Three times per session.
1: Nope, I'm using luck again.
0: <laughs> Okie dokie. Unreal.
1: Oh, that's nope.
0: better. Roll that's back.
1: better. <laughs> 21.
0: You can see amongst the cobblestone floor, between the statue and the little bowl, the floor is not cobblestone. It is kind of smooth, like there is a massive fucking boulder, that appears out of place amongst the cobblestone floor. Oh yeah, you remember Deborah that. Now? You is, remember remember the, <laughs> boulder? the
1: boulder? Yes, but from oh, was that a lecto?
3: Yeah. Already oh, so happy.
1: So I'm looking like I can, I can kind of like go down in there, though, right? You look like because they were able to climb up.
0: They were able to climb up. Yeah, there is a gap there, and it looks like you could go under the floor between the boulder into what appears to be something underground under the temple.
1: I start wiggling myself down in there.
0: You make it through. Maybe, make a...
1: Maybe it's dexterity, I'm gonna beat that shit.
0: Roll it as fun as fun. Unless I roll a one. Acrobatics roll, no, athletics yes. roll. Yes! Oh. I don't think you can fail this. I think it's, phys- unless you nat one, I think it's physically impossible for right. you to fail. Cause don't you get double the bonus plus your proficiency modifier with an athletics roll? Yeah, so Minus
1: it's, the it's of nine
0: plus, so 17. You're able to squeeze your way through with relative ease. And you're looking down the hall, and you see, with what limited sight you have, because it's dark down here, um, you see about 10 feet in front of you, um, a long hallway, and there are doors on each side. It smells like sweat.
1: Ooh, I get out my lantern. <laughs>
0: Hey, Rocko! I
1: finally get to use my lantern. You have a lantern. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well,
0: the potions of vision are in your bag of holding.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I finally I pull so out my lantern and I put my little oil in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there is a, a straight path. The floor appears to be smushed and messed up like a giant boulder had rolled <laughs> <laughs> and hit this wall right here. And on the boulder, you can see. Bash marks and burn marks. Oh, you remember. I <laughs> love it. Uh, there are pieces of chip stone. One of the doors are open. Some of the other doors are closed, and it just smells like sweat and stink and time and dust down here. I love it. I love it so much. I remember everything about that scene. It was a great side quest that we did. I fucking loved it. So... That's why I wanted to bring Electo back, because that was such a good scene. It's, it's just... So many great decisions being made on your part. Thanks, man. Just thanks. Mm. That feels good. Chef kiss. Little things like that really. Sorry, helps I was making a list. I,
1: I'm making a, a shopping list because I need some. I need to get some things.
0: Salt bay's just over here.
1: <laughs> All right. Do I see anything like a tree?
0: <laughs> Not at current. At least you can only see thirty feet ahead of, of <laughs> yeah. you for now.
1: I'm like starting like to creep forward.
0: Where's Jelly? Is she
1: moving forward? Oh,
0: she's still at the top. Spinning a top. Um, I like (gasps) to
2: follow Neath.
0: You can squeeze through quite easily. I do. It's not hard for you.
2: I say you're tiny. I run through and I just kind of like find I find the hole and I squeeze my way through the hole and go down to where Neath is.
0: So it's about a ten foot drop from the top of the boulder onto the floor, which isn't that far for you. (laughs) I mean, it's like two times your height, but you can drop down and you can see Neath because you've got. Uh, low light vision or dark vision. And mm-hmm. she's um, very slowly taking her time uh, with a lantern out in front of her. And on the stone, you can see bash marks and what looks like burn marks. Mm-hmm. Not sure from what. And you smell, you know, mold and sweat and dried blood and old bones.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, weren't there reliefs on either side, or at least on one side? eventually of artifice? yeah it's coming back to me like, those
0: were what was used to well, it's open, coming back to deborah anyway those were what was used to open the trap door yeah and now there's just that big fucking boulder
1: and as i like pass a door i like hold up the lantern to see if there's any like bars or anything in the door
0: no they're just solid doors
1: oh they were bars that's how they saw how that's how you saw the locked up
0: you're right There are bars in the doors.
1: (laughs) 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 This is the fun part of having. And looking through
0: the bars, you can see chains on walls. You can see a couple skeletons. You can see a couple corpses. You can see a couple piles of bones that looks like they were exploded or bashed. Ooh, gross. Laying neatly on the ground. And some tattered clothes here and there.
1: All right, I just keep creeping
2: forward.
0: (laughs) I, I run up to Neith. I'm like, hey Neve. Shh what? What's what's going on? Oh, Neath can't be surprised. That's right. I was gonna say, uh you sneak up on Neath and you scare, but Neath can't be surprised. Nope.
1: <laughs> Between my alert and my blind sense, pretty much everything I am is and then about 50 made so you feet, can't surprise me.
0: You can see what appears to be something that looks like sunlight through some bars on a wooden door. You can see like the glow of yellow light.
1: That's weird. All right, I move towards yellow light.
0: (coughs) Me too. And you get to a wooden door with bars, and looking through the bars, you see a beautiful fruiting plum tree with sparkles of gold and yellow sun. You see little tiny silver bugs just floating and flying around in the air. It looks like, uh, as Kronos had said, a fully blooming plum tree underground under this temple to Artemis.
2: Hey, Dave, do you think that this is? these are the plums that Kronos said I could eat? Probably.
0: <laughs> Classic Chelsira. <Josiah. laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I want to eat it.
1: Check for traps around the door.
0: There are no traps.
1: I tried to open the door.
0: It is locked.
2: Mm. Did uh, you say it's a wooden door? Yeah. I... Cast Produce Flame, and I'd see if I could just burn a hole through the door.
0: You want to burn a hole through the door? Or just burn the door down? I
1: mean, I don't have any lockpicks, so my lockpicks melted. And
0: mm. Oh, yeah, you never not you never bought new ones, did you? Not
1: yet. I was going to go back to and ask um, the King of the Rogues if he had any preferred people. Yes. Who <laughs> the came. King of the Rogues. <laughs> Probably the King of all Gods. Who knows? Only he had
3: a name. That's
0: strange.
1: I don't ask such things.
0: Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) And you produce flame and put your hand up against the wood, and the flame begins to crackle and hiss as the door turns cold and covers in ice and douses your flame. Ooh, (sighs)
3: magic door.
2: What's happening?
1: I mean, it probably would have melted my lockpicks as well. I hate these fucking doors. How do we get through this door, Neath? Um, I check to see what kind of lock it is.
0: It is a wrought iron lock that looks like a key would fit through with an iron circle knocker that looks like could turn.
1: I, t- I knock on the knocker. How many times? Three.
0: And then the door clicks and creaks and... Pushes inward a little I'm bit. I'm
1: really ah. good at getting their doors.
0: All you had to do was knock. Deborah I hate these doors. fucking doors. I'm really I'm good at really doors.
1: really good <laughs> at <door. Good. laughs> opening their doors. Hey, I got through the Wizards one.
3: That's a t-shirt. I'm really good at doors.
1: <laughs> hey, in this campaign, it's been helpful, okay? You make fun of me, and yet, and yet,
3: <laughs> and yet, Shut up.
0: Yet,
1: Stop it. <laughs> okay. So what happens? I'm so sorry, DM.
0: I said the door opens slightly. I go to push on the door. It opens. And as the door opens, you see on the other side of the door a beautiful, gorgeous field. And within that field, there are all sorts of different creatures there are swans floating in a golden lake there are birds flying in the air and singing beautifully you see fawns dancing around in you know circles with ribbons and streamers you see artemis sitting at the foot of the plum tree on a stone bench playing a small harp and there are just people milling about in beautiful gorgeous white togas braiding each other's hair and talking and being joyful and you feel as you walk through the threshold of this door all weight of your body disappear any hesitation or anxiety is immediately gone from your body. You feel at 100% peace like you have achieved nirvana.
3: Oh shit, I've the, lost Ari,
0: I've lost Nathan Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> the clouds we are may not be back. <laughs> a gorgeous rose gold yellow and the sun burns a beautiful radiant silver. And Ugh. it seems like everything here is absolutely flawless. Ugh. Like there is nothing wrong with this world. Congratulations. You have found one of the portals to the Elysian fields, <gasps> the Greek heavens.
1: I didn't even know what that was down there. Meat.
0: <laughs> I just wanted a plum tree. It's still there. <laughs> it is there. The plum tree is there. Artemis is sitting under it. Wow. I I kinda...
2: Hey, Neef, did
1: what? we die?
0: <laughs> I mean, if you did, it certainly isn't what you've experienced death right? before when you went <laughs> to the underworld. It's way better, it is absolutely <laughs> way better.
2: Um, I kind of start to prance
0: with one of the, the stags, yeah, yeah, Ooh, the fawns, and the fawn is your typical fantasy fawn, it has. <laughs> You know, deer horns, it's got a lovely smooth face that appears to be some sort of elky woodland creature. It's got a human top body with fur and leaves, Um, lower halves with, you know, legs that look like goat pans legs with the knees bent backwards that end in hooves. And they make room for you and grab your hand and you guys start dancing around in circle nice. like it's Ring Around the Roses. I,
2: I'm, in, I'm in my element right now. And yeah. I, I, just, yeah. I actually wild shape
0: into a fawn. Nice! And they laugh and giggle with you as they begin to just dance with you and say, welcome. We're so glad you've made it. We hope you choose to stay. I'm and just... the, the wind smells like fresh sea breeze mixed with honey and lilac and it is the most peaceful that Neath has ever been in her entire life, amidst oh her war, her life of war and assassination. <laughs> Everything that you have once experienced is left past. at the door when you came through. Man. It is beautiful, beautiful. Well it done. Is. It is. And Artemis is there playing uh, a stringed instrument nice. uh, in front of her plum tree, and the plum tree is exactly there, like Chronos said it would be. Um, I on wild shape just so I could talk.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) this
2: was fun. Um,
1: (laughs) what were you wild shaped as? A fawn fawn.
2: Just, Uh, I was just, I was just in the. Oh,
1: I thought you just like had walked. She was in in the
3: moment. Yeah, Yeah, she's living her best best life. Just
2: in the spirit,
0: and I go up to Artemis. I'm like, hey, Artemis, and she stops playing her stringed instrument and looks over at you and smiles, and she says, oh. Hello, Jalsyra. Hey. What um, brings you? Well,
2: really, I just I just wanted a poem. I didn't realize that this was in such a beautiful place. It is the best place. I feel like this is the place I've been looking for, like, my whole life. You're welcome to stay. I, I just might. I don't know if I really want to leave this place. A lot of people that come here don't. I mean, this makes me think a little bit of, like, where I came from. But without all
0: the bad stuff. There is no bad here. Everything here is as perfect as you would expect it to be. And if it's not, then it can be made perfect for you. This is. Wow.
2: I'm just. I I don't even have words right now. That happens
0: a lot. Is your friend going to join us?
2: I hope so. Neve, this is our. Come say hi to Artemis. So Neith as upon
1: entering and then having this like this overwhelming. Nobody feeling is acknowledging of
0: your peace. existence. Nobody is paying any attention to you at all. Because it appears your unwillingness or not wanting to be noticed, they have acknowledged <laughs> that and are purposely not paying any attention to you.
1: Like even when she brings attention to me?
0: Even when she brings attention <sighs> to me. <sighs> <laughs> None of the people dancing or laughing or talking acknowledge you. Artemis doesn't acknowledge you. None of the fawns acknowledge you. You don't even feel the cool breeze on your skin.
1: (laughs) So having really never felt this feeling before (laughs) of peace and tranquility. uh, That's what it would be like. Yeah. Just never really felt this. Neath kind of had like frozen and we're just kind of like almost like stunned for a few moments until yeah, Gelsaira. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh.
0: And Artemis is purposely not looking back in Nice's direction. Her, she is fully fixated on Gelsaira.
2: Hey, Artemis, do you think I can have a
0: poem? Yeah, just pick one. Okay, I go to pick one. And it doesn't come off the tree.
2: Oh. It, it's, it's, it seems to be fastened to the tree.
0: Oh, just ask. Oh, okay.
2: Hi, Tree. Um, can I please have one of your plums?
0: Yeah. And then one of the branches comes down to about your chest height. So you can easily pick one off of the branch. And it is the most ripe, most delicious, purple, deep red fruit that you have ever seen. It's a plum, by the way, not a peach. uh-. And it just dangles there in front of you, waiting for you to pick it. I pick it. And as you pick it, then the branch goes back up, you know, where branches go in trees back up higher. <laughs> and you can almost see a smile in the tree appreciating the fact that you had asked before you had taken. Um. And it is a plum that fills your tiny little halfling hand to its fullest. Ugh. I, and it looks juicy and delicious and the skin and the flesh of the plum feel just absolutely ripe. Normally, like biting into it would be the juiciest bite into a plum that you would probably ever experienced.
2: Normally I would just go I would just go ham into the plum <laughs> but um, <laughs> I give thanks to the tree. Oh and then the tree offers you another plum. Oh, when I go to take the other plum, I pick the other And it plum. is
0: just as perfect as the first one. And the tree says to you telepathically, you are most welcomed.
2: Thank you. And I thank Artemis, too.
0: Don't thank me. The tree gave you the plum. Oh. But I don't often see it give a second.
2: Wow. Uh, I go to eat one of the plums. But this time, I'm actually eating it kind of delicately, kind of gently not ravenously like it normally would so
0: you bite into this plum and the minute that you bite into the plum the flesh of the plum and juice explode <laughs> inward into your mouth the plum juice is sweet it is not bitter or tangy like normal plums are and each bite fills your entire mouth. You took a little bite, but like you now have a mouthful of plum, and it is so juicy that it's like the juice is coming out of the corners of your mouth. And Artemis is just smiling at you as you're enjoying the bite of this plum. Artemis, would you like to eat this other this other plum, and we can eat plums together? No, that's for you. The <laughs> tree oh, gave it to you. Okay, <laughs> I go to eat the other plum. And much like the first one, you now have one plum with one bite in it and a second plum with a second bite in it. And the second bite out of that second plum is just as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. There, this, this has got a little more juice in it. So now it's like dribbling down the side of your lips and down your cheek. And Artemis giggles um, and chuckles and uh yeah, this is this is really, really good plum. Imagine ambrosia in plum form. It doesn't give Ow. you the benefits of a long rest, but it is probably the juiciest plum that you could have ever experienced in your entire life. Nice out of any wood or any city.
2: I wish Cedric were here to enjoy this
0: with me. Cedric is there with you <laughs> oh, on your
2: shoulder. <laughs> oh hey, Cedric, I was just
0: so caught up. I didn't
2: Rise!
0: Um, I offer some to Cedric. And Cedric puts his little beak into the plum. And there is so much plum in Cedric's (laughs) little beak and mouth that like bits of plum are falling to the ground. And juice is pouring out of his little owl nostrils and out of his beak. But he doesn't appear to be bothered by it. It's not restricting (laughs) his ability to breathe or anything like that. Uh, But... It's, and he says, this is better than the butterflies. Yeah, Of course. This is a pretty good place. And Cedric's feathers are a beautiful golden color with silver tips, and his eyes are a blazing sun yellow, and he feels heavier on your shoulder than he ever has before. Imagine a great horned owl in their absolute prime standing about two and a half feet tall with like a six foot wingspan like Cedric appears to be the most perfect owl that ever existed amongst all wow. owls almost like the god of owls wow. and he doesn't speak to you in your head he speaks to you like vocalizes and he says I never want to leave oh.
2: I mean, I may There's not want to be I may not want
0: to be there. No. I just stay here, Cedric. Is
1: there like a little river or pond or anybody of water anywhere?
0: There absolutely could be. Would you like there to be one? Yes. And the golden blazing pond or ocean that was there, the ground begins to move and open up out of the way and a beautiful channel of this golden water begins to form and make its way towards you and then go around you and then around artemis and gelsyren around the plum tree and then back into the the ocean or lake of water so yes there is a little stream and inside the stream are you know gold and silver and black and white koi fish and there is the beautiful sound of rippling water over smooth rocks and the water is probably only about two or three feet deep it is perfect temperature and clear to see through despite it being gold colored and the color from the sun is just sparkling off of the sprays of water as it leaps up off of the smooth stones and as it kisses against your skin, it's nice and cool and refreshing.
1: Neith begins to like take her pack off <laughs> and like she just like slowly literally starts just like taking, you know, like my quivers off and my my weapons off and just starting to like set them down. Um, I take my boots off and I mean, I really just get down to like really what would be like an under tunic and yeah. pants. And as
0: you put all of your stuff down, there are these gray cobblestones that encircle your gear. And all of your gear just fits perfectly in this circle of space, and nobody's acknowledging your stuff. You feel like your stuff would be safe here forever until you picked it back up. <laughs> forever, <Yeah>. forever.
1: <laughs> I kneel <laughs> kneel down at the water, and I like
0: always like I've lost go to my like, party. You know, it's, it's to see you now. <laughs> rinse
1: off my face and my arms and my hands, and just kind of give myself as like a like a sketch.
0: Yeah, sketch and then bath. The water feels wonderful. It is a mix between warm and cold. You know how it's like 89, 90 degrees outside in a pool, and you get in the pool, and the water's like 70, 72 degrees? It feels so good. Like, you could take a nice, comfortable bath. Well, these two and- live here now.
1: <laughs> I was like, you may get us out.
0: The <laughs> sprays of water are, Ari's gonna are have to come find cooler us. to the touch than the water that you're doused in is. The water is just deep enough that you could sit down, and you would be covered from the water from, like, your midriff down, so just the top of you would be unexposed from the water, and the little koi fish swim around and away from (laughs) you, and... The ripples of the water scrub over your arms and your belly like the water is scrubbing you clean and getting dirt and grime off of you. And the water smells. Does Neith have a favorite smell? If she did, that's what it would smell like. So we'll just say it smells like blood and gore. Honeysuckle. <laughs> yeah, it smells like honeysuckle and wildflower. It's a nice bath. Uh, it will get you absolutely clean. Cleaner than what Ares's baths were at yes. the Mayoral Estate. It smells and like what the I envision is
1: like, you know, as Neith got comfortable, she just she then goes ahead and like removes the rest of the clothing and actually gets all the way in the water, yeah, and does like a full a full bathe type thing.
0: Beautiful. And it feels fantastic. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: You have goosebumps from <laughs> the difference in, in the water and I'm the not... air temperature <laughs> around you. you. And Artemis looks back at you, and she's like, I guess your friend won't be joining us.
2: Oh, it's okay. She just kind of does her own thing. I, I sit at Artemis's feet, just listening to her. And then the she harp.
0: smiles at you, and she resumes playing her music, and the fawns now dance around the stream that appeared that wasn't there before. (laughs) And there are dragonflies and butterflies (laughs) <laughs> Fluttering above you You can see them flying around you As you are soaking in the water And Cedric is still eating One of the plums out of your hand The plum doesn't seem to get any smaller Than the first bite that you took out of yeah, it Yeah,
2: and I'm still eating the other plum just very... And every
0: bite you take It doesn't seem to get any smaller It looks like this one plum Would last you for your lifetime For an eternity It's like your baklava <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep, just sitting at sitting
2: at sitting at the feet of Artemis.
0: And she won't bother you guys for as long as you would like to stay here. And until you guys choose to do something else, you <laughs> will be unbothered, unharassed, and enjoying this most sublime and perfect feeling that you will probably ever experience for your lifetimes.
3: Ari hangs out with Electo for a few days.
0: It's like,
4: <laughs> I, don't, I, don't day. I don't think i so back.
0: you're there with Demeter and Kronos and Electo and her two sisters, and Demeter is still willing to have a conversation with you about the boar if you had any further questions or any other information that you were looking for. She's given you location. She's given you strengths and weaknesses. She's given you what it looks like. She's given you, you know, all the information a hunter would need. In fact, of all of the gods, Demeter has been the most forthcoming about her challenge and exactly where to find this goddamn boar. Demeter, you've been great. Well, at the end of the day, I know you're going to have to stick it to Hades by the end of these tasks, and anything to get back at that prick will make me happy.
3: I'm, I'm here for that.
0: Um... You're just you're
3: just pretty great to meet her. Uh, hey, Electo, I want you to think of your most favorite meal. Your oh, most be... f- favorite food. You don't have to tell me about it. Just think about it. Well,
0: that was easy. That's the night we ate at the Boar's Head. Okay, I want you to eat this mushroom. And then she takes the mushroom <laughs> and she puts it in her mouth, and then she closes her eyes and she holds your hand tightly. And her shoulders drop and she relaxes and she sinks into her chair and a big smile crosses her face and she says this tastes like the time we were flipping gold coins at the <laughs> <laughs> at the people in the boar's head. This is magical. Where'd yeah. you get these?
3: Uh Bendy's Baubles in Aspasia. Bendy's uh, an acolyte, we'll say, of of Hecate. That makes sense. She makes these beautiful magic mushrooms and they're just delightful, aren't they? This is the most
0: delicious thing I have ever tasted. Right. And it's weird because she said it tasted like the time you were flipping the coins at people, which wouldn't have a taste associated with it. Yeah. But she tasted that moment in time when she was having unbridled fun with you, like in the city pre- the killing of the butcher of aspasia like one of her first human emotions she's thoroughly enjoying reliving that i'm glad that we can share this moment so you now know that not only will these mushrooms taste like food but will recall and taste like an emotion or moment in time that you enjoyed i give i give electo a big kiss and she reciprocates. She, her eyes are closed as she's enjoying, but she reciprocates. And she like leans into you and rests her head on your chest as she's like slowly chewing on this mushroom. And Kronos looks over at you and smiles, and he winks, and he says, "You'll do good by her." Yes, said so, Kronos. I love your daughter. And then she says, "I love you too." <laughs> And Chrono says, This makes me incredibly happy, and I hope one day that I can call you son. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're having a moment.
0: Everybody's having a moment. Yeah.
3: I don't know what other information I can get on Demeter. I think I think I'm good. Yeah, do you think you're good? I, I mean, I've gotten locations, strengths, and weaknesses. I
4: mean,
0: does, all of the what important does like stuff. To
1: eat? Hey, well, children,
0: children, yeah, flesh, flesh and blood, blood meat and children, flesh and s- blood specifically taller than it. Yeah, the other other white meat. Demeter, hey, you think you could go kill this thing for us? Baby, the other other white meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Was that fat bastard? <laughs> from uh awesome <Austin> powers <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, all right
0: cramp it up <laughs> and then demeter says i wish you well on your hunt and then she gets up from her seat and she walks over to Kronos and she gives him a long hug and no. she says grandfather it's always a pleasure and then he rubs his fingers through her hair and says don't be a stranger you know where i am and then she smiles at him and walks out the door and vanishes with a strong breeze and you're sitting there with alecto in your chest in your arms and Kronos is eating quail and pheasant quite messily (laughs) uh just living his best life as one of the titans who's living a relatively simple life with all of his powers cool did you have anything else you required i don't I don't think so. Maybe we should go and find. I recommend you find them before they're there for too long or you will have lost them.
3: (laughs) It it seems. I I think, hey, do you want to come with me and we'll go find uh, my weird friends? Yeah, I'd love to come. Let's go find them.
0: And then she looks over and says, father, is it okay to go? And he says, ah, if you're with Ari, absolutely. And then he says to her, keep him safe. And she says, you know I will.
4: (laughs) He doesn't say it to you. He says it to (laughs) her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right.
3: So we're going to go to the shrine.
0: And you get to the shrine, and you are 100% familiar yep. with this shrine. You know about the underground passage between the statue and the altar, and you see a gold piece and a copper piece in the offering bowl. I'm holding hands with Electo. I throw a gold piece in there as well. And as you throw a gold piece and walk by, the statue looks at you and nods and pulls its hands in a thankful manner and bows to you. I reciprocate. And then it goes back to being a statue. Okay, holding hands, uh, go through the uh, passageway. And this passageway is super familiar. You see a big, giant fucking boulder. It has bash marks and burn marks. Hey, <laughs> look at the boulder. <laughs> Electo says, I really hate this place. Uh, and uh, you see the piles of skeletons that you had exploded and it still smells like, you know, mold and sweat and blood and all of the doors are still there, including the door that was open that you rescued Alecto from and as she passes the door she says, "Oh, this was our first date." Yeah. Do you remember this place? I do. Yeah, and then yeah. she looks inside and she pulls you in and she gives you a quick little kiss in the darkness <laughs> of the of the room and she says, I just wanted to remember our first date. Thank you for bringing me back here. Welcome. And then she grabs your hand and she pulls you through and you see down the hallway, a wooden door with what looks like sunlight through some bars. And that's all you see at the end of the hallway. Okay, go
3: down there and uh, knock on the door. How? I knock three times.
0: Door doesn't do anything. I try Uh-oh. to open the door. Doesn't it? Doesn't open. Uh-oh. I try to look through the door, and you can see through the bars on the door a plum tree amidst gray cobblestone, with uh, sunlight shining shining down on the tree. Hello, in there. <laughs> you don't see anybody. There's no answer, huh. but there is a wrought iron handle, little round wrought iron handle. Looks like it could be. You know, a knocker or a turn handle. Oh, okay.
3: I I grab the knocker and uh, use the knockers and then knock on it
0: three times. All right. And as you knock three times, the door creaks open and opens from the inside just a little bit. I push it open. And that'll do us for this episode of Some Would Play. Listen next week as the party reunites in the Elysian Fields. Thanks for listening, everybody.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.
3: Thank you for listening to Some Would Play, a production of the Outsanity Network. Join us again next week as the story continues. Find us online at www.somewouldplay.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Some Would Play. Deborah is at Sonia Taki. Rico is at R1C0. Daphne is at Dafterthought. And I am Psychedelic M. If you enjoy the show, please tell your friends and share it with others. And remember, in real life, you needn't roll for initiative, so just seize it.